We've just driven through about an hour and a half of traffic to get to the outskirts of the city. It's so quiet out here, compared to the hustle and the bustle of the city centre. And I'm standing on a dirt road in a village and the sun is slowly starting to set. I'm making my way to Tesfa's front door. It's still warm outside, and I've just passed a group of three young boys playing football and showing off their skills. Tesfa is one of the lucky individuals who won the competition that Ethioset launched, which involved end consumers being asked to send their reasoning as to why they should have a free satellite dish installation to access the Ethioset TV platform. Tesfa had written in describing the bad quality signal that he and his family have been experiencing when coming together as a family in the evening to watch their favourite TV shows. And also how, because of this, they have not been able to watch TV content in high quality on their HD TV screen. But enough from me. Tesfa and his family have been so kind to invite us in to talk about this further and join in on a traditional coffee ceremony, which from my understanding includes freshly brewed coffee, burning frankincense and snacking on popcorn. A first for me. But first, let's head back to the hustle and bustle of Addis Ababa, to the TV studios, and meet the producers making some of the content Tesfa and his family will be watching on their sofa later. Welcome to Satellite Stories. I'm your host, Christina Smith-Meyer. Today we look beyond the ins and outs of how Ethiosat platform works technically and explore its impact. In a country known as the diplomatic capital of Africa, facing many challenges economically and politically, we go behind the scenes to understand why what we do at SES matters to Ethiopians. On behalf of SES, I spent a week in Addis Ababa working alongside several broadcasters, meeting satellite dish installers, and some of the people watching at home, and who'd been waiting for the opportunity to broadcast and watch in HD quality for quite some time. In our previous episode, we explained how SES played a part in providing a free-to-air satellite TV platform to a group of broadcasters, That platform is providing over 40 channels dedicated specifically to the Ethiopian audience, and over 15 of those are in HD quality. Later, we'll meet an Ethiopian celebrity chef and hear why he believes having the opportunity to broadcast high-quality local content is key to retaining Ethiopia's heritage and traditions. But first, we talk health. More specifically, AfraHealth. My name is uh, Dr. Melan Bagela. I am a neurologist. 
and I am a co-founder of AfriHealth Trading PLC, which comprises of a 24-hour running TV station, soon to start a radio station, a call center and an online media with Facebook followers of more than 620,000. In Ethiopia, because we're the third world and developing country, uh, people use more conventional type of uh, medias like the TV and the radio. So people use the uh, free-to-air uh, television more to get information, news and updates. As uh, one of the health-focused medias in the country and also in the East Africa, AfriHealth, has made a big impact by uh, teaching the public on like preventable diseases. So we have focused uh, more like 60% health focused content and 40% also entertainment and news is also there so that all the public can get whatever information they want on the platform. A report out earlier this year says a billion US dollars is needed in the country to help 7 million people in need of emergency life-saving assistance. That's in a country with a population of 100 million. The 2020 Ethiopia Humanitarian Response Plan cites climate change, food insecurity, and water scarcity as key issues which all need urgent attention. So more than ever before, with a general election imminent, now seems an increasingly important time for broadcasters to be able to provide high-quality programming to allow local journalists the opportunity and the space to hold local politicians to account and ensure that progress is being made on their manifesto's promises. This is what first inspired Yodit Amasu to join AfraHealth TV as a reporter and producer several years ago. And while I was working in Ethiopia, I went to meet her in between filming to find out a little bit more. Well, my name is Yuri Masu and I've been a journalist for the past 13 to 14 years. And I've started as a reporter in the national media. I became producer, documentaries, uh, studio discussions, all those kinds of things, and, and I'm a single mother. How long have you been at this particular TV broadcasting station, and what are you reporting on these days? Uh, the TV station has started uh, almost two years, so we focus on health issues related to mental, physical, and what people do to protect themselves. We give them tips, five-minute tips every day on how to better their uh, health, how to uh, have a better lifestyle, that kind of thing. So we try to give simple but uh, effective kind of uh, tips. So can you go into a little bit more detail of what one of your shows that you produce, what does it look like and what do you cover? Well, African View is a program on African issues. Now, uh, the African uh, Union, they have the African leaders, they have come up with Agenda 2063. And previously also they have come up with different agendas and different goals that they are not, some of them, most of them, I can say, are not fully implemented. When the time comes, they are not doing it or it's not halfway there. So we as a journalist have to ha have a follow-up kind of things on this. So my main agenda on African view is what are African leaders doing? The, what this, uh, the goals that they have set. Time is passing by. 
who is doing what, that kind of thing. We as journalists have to kind of go them in order for it to be effective. That's my belief and that's what I want to do as a journalist. Previously, there hadn't really been such a space to share such important local health messaging via television to those who needed it. Now, with Ethiosat, there is, and not just in Ethiopia. AfraHealth's content is also being shared in Kenya, Sudan, Somalia, Malawi, Tanzania, South Africa, and the Middle East too. And by sharing such knowledge, the station hopes to empower people to make better choices for themselves and their families. There are many TV stations in the country that are now popping up, so, but this one was the only one with a specific team and specific audience and what kind of things it wants to do, it has a goal. So I wanted to be part of that because to have a better future for our uh, children, for the country, the main thing is health. You know, the other, the financial, the education, they can come later on. But if you don't have health, that's the main thing. Pride is a word used often amongst Ethiopians. Pride for their history, pride for their people, and pride for the sense of community. Something which EBS TV producer Magda says is key to why the Ethiosat platform was much needed. Right now I'm standing in the middle of Addis Ababa in uh, one of EBS studios and behind me is the Seifu Fantahun Seifu on EBS set, which is a very popular late night show. On the show we have a live band, celebrities, different types of guests, so it's on Sunday at 9 p.m. My name is uh, Magda Asefa. I'm from EBS TV in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. It's very important to produce local content in Ethiopia because Ethiopia is a very uh, patriotic country. People are very proud of their heritage, their language. They will be more inclined to watch quality produced shows. On our last episode, we heard from one of my colleagues, Abdi Kadir, who explained how the number of households owning an HD TV set was on the rise, almost vertically. But before Ethiosat was born, the majority of broadcasters only offering, local or not, was in SD quality. Something which had been frustrating for ambitious broadcasters like EBS TV. We changed our cameras and the way we film three years ago to HD. Even though we film everything in HD, we were transmitting it in SD. So the quality, even though our equipments are superior, the way we transmit it was in HD. We spend a lot of time on set designs. And what I hope is people get to watch what we produce on HD so they can really see the quality and the hard work we put into our programs. But it's not just about providing the content at a higher quality. It's also about helping the broadcasters reach more people overall, to ensure essential news and health information is available to be accessed 24-7. 
by the communities who need it most, and to provide a new line of work for budding filmmakers and presenters. That's how Ethiopians will continue to share their heritage worldwide. I'm actually very proud of UBS TV and I'm very happy to be part of it because every day I see the difference in the people that we work with on the talents that we develop. You know, we do things a little differently here on EBS because we're not only a television media, whatever, you know, the community feels, we feel. You know, we build schools, we, you know, get water. So I think our audience kind of relates to us because we also give back, because we are part of that community. Between filming and my downtime, I wandered the busy markets and coffee shops of Addis Ababa. I listened and watched the conversations among the ordinary Ethiopians working and relaxing, going about their everyday lives. And during my working hours, I was privileged to interact with every corner of the Ethiosat platform supply chain. It was fascinating to see how such a service was impacting business and pleasure in so many ways. From providing new career opportunities for those starting out their own businesses, to educating and sharing important health information with those who need it most, to offering Ethiopians a chance to shout about the reality of what their heritage and country is truly about. This last point, is something that's been driving local celebrity chef, Chef Johannes, personally and professionally for many years. And now with the opportunity to share that passion on an international TV scale, it's something he's reveling in. <laughs> From advising five-star hotel chains to supporting global NGOs on children's nutrition, Chef Johannes is someone who enjoys heading out to meet his audience, to see and hear what they really need and want. And one of the things at the top of their list, according to him, is nutrition. Since we started the TV show, we've seen a big rush of people really focusing on health and not only related to taste, but on how nutrition can really make their lives better. Before the ability to broadcast via satellite, there wasn't a dedicated means to share what Ethiopia's heritage was about in such high quality across such a vast geography. Now there is, and that's inspiring Chef Johannes to reconnecting with his country's traditions, personally and professionally. So my TV shows is I travel around Ethiopia looking for the best food practices. Uh, based on that, we use that as a learning curve to come back to my kitchen to create something new, but that has an Ethiopian flavor and Ethiopian identity to it. Let me give you a flavor of some of the things Chef Johannes is talking about. From Ethiopia's most famous dish, Dorowat, a slow-cooked chicken stew with babir chili and spice blend, to a selection of tibs, which are a cross between a stir-fry and a stew. 
something I can say hand on heart, are both absolutely delicious. It's really important for us to preserve our own values. Where we have a recipe of oat bread, for instance, in Lalibela, when it's cooked, it's important to have pockets of air just exploding on top of the surface. That gives that clumpy texture. And you know what they do? While they're cooking it in Lalibela, they gather kids around and they whistle. The sound vibration helps harvest this texture. These are the kind of assets that are so important for Ethiopians to preserve so that the next generation, not only Ethiopians, but the global community can benefit from these assets. <laughs> so I think it's important for every Ethiopian to have access to these kind of contents and uh, especially in good quality. So I hope there will be platforms where we can express ourselves and be sure that the local community is actually getting it. Yeah, so in that sense, we're very grateful that Satellite allows us to um, not only create this kind of content, but also have them reach our population and wherever in Ethiopia. So I think it's great. We live in good times and um, Satellite is doing us a lot of favor. And so over the last two episodes of Satellite Stories, We've met the businessmen, the trainers, the installers, the owners of the TV stations, the producers, and some of their talent. But what about the person sitting with their feet up, remote in hand, ready to relax in front of their black box after a long day at work? As I mentioned at the start of the episode, I went to meet them too. Remember, I had just driven down that dirt track to arrive at Tesfa's family's home? Let's pick up there, so I can tell you what happened next. After having stepped through Tesfa's front doors and into the small courtyard entrance of his family home, we were welcomed with the gorgeous aroma of the freshly brewed coffee. In front of us, Tesfa's mother, father and little sister, as well as a handful of their neighbours and their children, sat on slightly worn down white plastic chairs and wooden stools, which were very neatly placed in a semicircle. Tesfa began telling me that they all would come together on nearly a daily basis to catch up on the day's adventures and juicy gossip. It was also a time to come together as a community to make sure that everyone was happy and healthy. Although I couldn't understand what they were saying, their facial expressions said it all. Clearly, this was a time well spent on something that fulfills them very deeply. The welcoming coffee ceremony began, endless grinding, the smell teasing me as I patiently waited. The table was set, and huge bowls of popcorn were offered around the group. After a cup of coffee in a tiny china cup, an even smaller spoon to stir it with, which I swear has to be one of the best I have ever had, I sat with Tesfa to find out a little bit more about Ethiosat and why he had taken part in the Ethiosat installation competition. 
ፕሮፌሽናሊ አካውንታንት ሳውን ነገር ግን የምሰራው በግራፊክስ ዲዛይን ነው He began by telling me he'd originally trained as an accountant but these days was working as a graphic designer. After work he'd arrive home to greet his family, catch up on the day's events. But when it came to switching the teleon, he came to expect poor signal and poor quality, especially during the summer months. By chance he saw the competition advertised on social media. a competition in which he wrote a compelling piece arguing why his family should receive a free satellite dish installation in his mind the offering for ethiopian families was poor and if they'd invested in quality television sets why shouldn't they receive a high quality signal he went on to speak about the day he got the call to say he won the competition He became one of the first in his neighborhood to have his satellite dish tweaked and repointed and was one of the first in his neighborhood to receive TV programs in HD. That was something to brag about to the neighbors and extended family. You see, during my time here and after speaking to the locals, it's clear that high quality programming isn't just about news and education. It's also about being entertained. with plenty of love and laughter along the way. As the sun began to set and the sound of the children's laughter faded into the distance, we packed up and headed back to our hotel. Our hearts full after a wonderful few hours with Tesfa's friends and family. And when I landed back home in Little Luxembourg, I reflected back on how grateful I am to have had the chance to take such a journey. I returned with a better perspective on the impact an SES supported service like Ethiosat has. And from this podcast series, I hope that you feel like you have been able to take a unique glimpse into something special too. I know I do. You've been listening to Satellite Stories with me Christina Smith-Meyer. Do subscribe to this podcast to make sure the moment our next episode is available, you'll be notified immediately. And for more about what we do, visit ses.com.